In the 1970s and 80s, a monster hunted the Connecticut River Valley. Seven bodies found, one survivor, and no suspects. I'm Jane Borowski, host of Invisible Tears. I was seven months pregnant and stabbed 27 times, and I survived. My story didn't end that frightful night. This attack on me physically and mentally lingered for years. I'm Amanda Bedard, and I'm Jane's life coach and co-host of Invisible Tears. Jane is ready to share her story, and not just about her attack, but her healing process afterwards. As a platform for truth and healing, we are on a mission to help others that suffer from PTSD and help bring awareness to mental health issues. To hear my story and others, you can find Invisible Tears wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We all love eating tasty food, and what's even better than that is when it's completely free. That's exactly what HelloFresh is giving away to you guys today. Free appetizers for the rest of your life. If you don't know, HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. I've been a long-time subscriber because not only do they make meal planning as simple as possible and essentially remove any trips I need to take to the grocery store, but they have the biggest menu out there with over 50 recipes to choose from every single week. I mean, it's summertime. We all want to spend more time relaxing in the sun and less time in the kitchen using HelloFresh, and they let you get back to enjoying pool and beach time with just a few clicks on your computer. Just choose your meals, select a delivery date, and HelloFresh delivers everything right to your door. And like I said, when you sign up today, you'll unlock free appetizers for life. Go to HelloFresh.com slash AndrewApps for free appetizers for life. One appetizer item per box while subscription is active. That's free appetizers for life at HelloFresh.com slash AndrewApps. Hi, I'm Karina Bemisterfer, host of Morning Cup of Murder, your daily true crime podcast. Yes, you heard me right. Daily true crime. Every day, Morning Cup of Murder tells you a straightforward, short form story about murder, true crime, cold cases, disappearances, serial killers, cults, and more. And I do that all in under 15 minutes. With over three years of stories and over 20 million downloads, the Morning Cup of Murder podcast has become a staple of so many people's daily routines. So why not add it to yours? Stream Morning Cup of Murder everywhere you listen to podcasts. And remember, stay safe. Some colleges and universities, especially the old ones, have been built upon historical sites like churches, hospitals, and even burial grounds. In other cases, campuses have become the unexpected spots where tragic crimes, suicides, and unexplained deaths have occurred. The point being that while these institutions are, of course, places of higher learning, sometimes there's a lot more to them underneath the surface. Some schools can choose to ignore their haunted past while others seem to embrace their freaky reputations Either way, today we're going to look into a few of them, and you can decide for yourself if you believe these stories are real. Here are five terrifying haunted schools and universities you need to know about. Number five, Downlands College. Yearbooks are used to showcase within its pages faces of students, faculty members, staff, 
as well as important events and occasions that happened in the school during that year. Nowadays, most of us don't really care too much about them as we have social media to keep tabs on our lives and everyone we know. But back in the day, these were cherished items of an older generation. In 2015, a ghost hunting group based in Queensland, Australia, had been working to unearth the history of one of the town's famous schools, Downlands College. Now, long before it became a secondary co-educational school, Downlands was used as a military headquarters during wartime in the 19th century. Construction was done to cater this purpose. So, for example, there are lengthy tunnels running underneath the school that soldiers could use in case of an attack. There's also, underneath one of the male dorms, an old and worn-out morgue. This place has been around for a long time, and as such, it has a long history. And for a variety of reasons, there are some freaky things here that people have seen. Among them includes a man who can best be described as enveloped in an orange and yellow glow. Students and faculty have reported seeing the entity walking within the halls of campus, usually at night when no one's around. According to locals, back in the day there was a large brush fire on the property of the school and a man who was heroically attempting to put it out got caught up and burned to death. And this entity that people see is believed to be the soul of the man who has seemingly never left. But back to the yearbooks and those ghost hunters who found a very eerie photo that they posted on their website. According to them over there, they have an image of a picture that hangs on the wall in the college. It's a yearbook photo from what looks to be around the 1930s, and in it is a full class of young boys. In the background of the group is a blurry image of what looks vaguely like another child, although they appear to be wearing a different hat than the rest of the group. Now, it could be that the child was actually there at the time and was moving when the picture was taken, but it's a creepy image nonetheless. And given the paranormal stories this school has already had, It's also possible that this is some sort of apparition, a child who doesn't actually belong there. Number 4. Maynooth University Most religions in the world condemn suicide because, in the simplest terms, they believe human life belongs only to God, and the Lord is the only one who can give it and take it away. The Catholic Church, for instance, strongly condemns the act, even calling it a mortal sin. Though suffice to say, its priests are expected not only to preach this doctrine, but to live by it as well. Just outside of Dublin, Ireland, is the historic university town of Maynooth, and one of its landmark institutions is the Roman Catholic Seminary called St. Patrick's College. Open way back in 1795, this school has since become a home for thousands of students, several of whom have become privy to the strange and weird occurrences happening on its grounds. It's said that there is a particular room in the college that has specifically been associated with several demonic apparitions. These stories started sometime in the mid-19th century in what is now called Room 2 of the Rhetoric House. See, around that time, a depressed student priest violently committed suicide by slitting his own throat. It wasn't specified what exactly drove the young man to take his own life, but the violent act made an indelible mark on the community. 
Since suicide is a big no-no to the Catholics, the school outrightly condemned the action of this student, and as a result, his body was buried in a grave on campus that sat alone outside of the normal graveyard. Ever since then, there have been reports of hauntings happening at the Rhetoric House. The entity is believed to be the dead seminarist whose soul was doomed for eternal damnation, never being able to pass on to the afterlife. And strangely, 19 years later, yet another student took his own life in the exact same room of the same building, and similar circumstances followed. The unconsecrated body was also interned at a separate grave. Things got even stranger at this point as more and more bone-chilling incidences occurred, so much so that everyone now calls the room the ghost room. Now, this all could be a story made up as a warning to others about what happens if you don't adhere to the religious beliefs of the Catholics, but it may also hold some truth if you believe. Once, in an effort to exercise the evils believed to be inhabiting the space, a priest was summoned. He came, conducted an investigation, but what he found were things he just couldn't comprehend. According to him, he had a horrifying encounter with the forces inside the ghost room, which sent him running outside shrieking and shouting like he had gone mad. The experience was so traumatic that all his hair turned white. This room has since been renovated to become a waiting lounge for students and faculty members, but despite the changes, the hauntings still persist, and this might be the case as long as this room exists, no matter what you do to it. Number 3. Drew University Well regarded as one of the top liberal arts colleges in the entire U.S., Drew University in Madison, New Jersey is also one of the oldest Methodist seminaries in the country. But Drew University also has a reputation as one of the most haunted colleges in America, and here's why. Its history goes back to 1832 when a rich southern aristocrat ordered the construction of an estate that he called the Forest. A few decades after that, the heirs of the forest sold the property to university founder Daniel Drew, who renamed the institution to Drew University. Drew's wife, Roxana, who loved living on the grounds of the university, sadly passed away in 1876. But her spirit seems to have never left, specifically hanging out in what is now Mead Hall, which was part of the original estate. Ever since her passing... The hauntings there have been typically witnessed by maintenance workers and security guards late at night who have sworn to seeing her ghostly apparition. In fact, it happens so often that it's become a sort of unwritten rule for them to keep a respectful distance whenever she appears. She's the most well-known, but she's also not the only spectral resident of the college. Drew's Chapel is also the venue of what is thought to be an otherworldly concert that is usually performed by a ghost who plays the organ. There have been several encounters from students and faculty who have heard the creepy organ playing entirely by itself, and not just a note or two, but full-on songs. There's also another spectral figure who reportedly freaks people out on campus, and the locals call this entity Reggie. Reggie is a paranormal entity who perpetrates disturbing events, particularly at the Kirby Shakespeare Theater. Lights falling dangerously close to actors 
and items going missing are commonplace only to reappear later on. And, in one instance, Reggie reportedly set an actress's costume on fire during a show. Aside from educating tens of thousands of students over the years, Drew University may also play host to a different kind of school spirit. Whether it's the grounds itself that the school sits on or the buildings that have captured the souls of deceased individuals, either way, Drew University appears to indeed be actually haunted. Number 2. Flagler College Henry Morrison Flagler was an American industrialist and the founder of Standard Oil, who made his great fortune during the 1800s. To commemorate his huge success, he commissioned the construction of the historic Hotel Ponce de Leon, which was right in the heart of what was formerly the St. Augustine School down in Florida. Despite his fame and great wealth, though, Mr. Flagler had lived and endured a rather sad life. His first wife passed away for an unknown reason, so Harry remarried a second time, but eventually she got institutionalized. He then had a mistress, but that woman reportedly hung herself on the fourth floor of the Hotel Ponce de Leon. Eventually, St. Augustine was renamed in his honor, and the hotel became part of the university official in 1968. In March of 1913, at the age 83, Henry fell down a marble set of stairs and was gravely injured. He passed away in May of that year, and on his deathbed, he instructed that all exits of the hotel, including doors and windows, be kept open during his funeral until he was buried. However, a janitor forgot the owner's wishes and closed one of the doors. As a result, Flagler's ghost was said to have been trapped for eternity inside what is now called Ponce de Leon Hall. Now attended by almost 3,000 students and manned by a few hundred teachers and administrators, Flagler College became a site of undeniable hauntings. According to witnesses, they often hear loud stomping on the floor of Hotel Ponce de Leon Hall. Many believe this to be the trapped soul of Flagler, who wants to make his presence known. Others have reported seeing a black ghostly figure of a woman who tends to stand at the foot of students' beds. When they wake up, she is just there, staring blankly at them. After a few moments, or if they try to get up, she vanishes into thin air. There's also the famous story of a little boy who died while playing on the rotunda's balcony before tragically falling off to his death. He was the child of one of the hotel's elite clients, and... Though decades have passed since the fall, the boy's spirit still lingers. He can often be heard playing and running along the hallways in the middle of the night, freaking out anybody who dares to be there. Number 1. Chestnut Hill College The famed city of Philadelphia is notable around the world for its rich history. This is, of course, where the country's Declaration of Independence and Constitutions were signed. Because the city has seen so much in its time, it's no wonder that this town is home to several haunted places, one of which is Chestnut Hill College. Formerly known as the Mount St. Joseph College, this Catholic school for women opened in 1924 and was renamed in 1938 
and through the years, there have been some very strange events that have occurred within its walls. First off, looking at construction records, it was revealed that the Logue Library at the school was built directly on top of an old cemetery, which would help explain the reason that books and carts have been seen to move on their own. Most likely the culprits are those disgruntled spirits whose peace was disturbed when a building was placed over them. On the second floor of Fournier Hall, you'll find the infamous Red Eye Room. In here it's said that two piercing red eyes sometimes appear floating throughout the room, and on more than one occasion, multiple witnesses have seen them at the same time. Also on that floor, residents hear doors slamming and radios turning on and off on their own, particularly during the dead of night. Down in Front Bone Hall is the ghost of a girl who, according to legend, died during the flu epidemic. She not only can be seen walking along the dark and deserted corridors, but she also appears in the nightmares of several tenants. Over at St. Joseph's Hall, one can sometimes spot the apparition of a young nun in a long robe floating by. As if reenacting her dark past, witnesses said they could also see the entity traversing along the hall and then taking her suicide leap from the bishop's steps. According to the lore, this young sister took her own life when she found out that she was pregnant with a priest's child, a big no-no in the church. Along her path is a locked door with a crucifix above. This was supposed to be where she put her newborn baby before taking the jump. And students say that if you knock three times on the door, you'll hear three raps back in return. And untimely debts are plenty at Chestnut Hill College as well. Located at the lower parking lot is the school's sports field. This happens to be the site where a girl was sexually abused and then violently murdered, and her troubled spirit is said to remain there, perhaps seeking vengeance upon those who wronged her. The eerie tales are almost endless at Chestnut Hill. Because of this, certain student groups conduct a yearly lecture on ghosts and the paranormal to their fellow academics. This would then be followed by a ghost hunt around the campus so that everyone can experience it for themselves firsthand. So that's going to do it for today's episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go check out our YouTube channel called Scary Mysteries, where all these episodes and much more can be watched with cool visuals to go along with them. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Stay safe out there. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.